You're listening to a podcast from Victory. With God as my shepherd, I can be truly content. Learn more about this message in week one of our series, Perspective. Hi everyone, welcome to our Sunday service. Kumusta po ang extended quarantine? Allow me to greet first our senior pastors, Pastor Ross Villarba and Pastor Albert Anciano. Thank you guys for your leadership, for giving so much trust in the next generation. And I want to also appreciate the hard work and efforts of our admin staff, all our missionaries, even our leaders who make sure that we are all connected virtually. If you can comment down below your names or from where you are watching, we would like to welcome you, we would like to greet you. Shout out po sa mga kamag-anak ko sa Batanga, sa Lucena, my friends from UBEL, and of course my wife who's watching this. Um, we miss you all. We hope we we'll look forward to see you in person. And just like what I always say, this too shall pass. Kapit lang po. And as we go through this new series called Perspective, I came across this post in Facebook. Allow me to read this quote. Sabi dito, We are in the same storm, but in different boats. Extended quarantine, I realized we do have the same uh, suffering right now in terms of quarantine season, COVID-19. But I realized when you look at your boat, yung problema natin probably gusto mo na makakain sa labas. You've been craving for for this food, for wimpies, or KFC, or kung anong gusto mong kainin. Some of you here, you've been worrying about kung ano yung next na Netflix sa papanulan yung kung anong series. But realizing that for others in a different boat, They've been suffering greatly. If you came across some stories wherein other people are worrying about what to feed their children, uh, about their career, about their work after this quarantine season, about their businesses, you would realize that, yes, we are in the same storm, but we do have different levels in terms of our suffering. And my prayer is this, that though we might have different uh, sufferings right now or different trials, my prayer is that we can we can come to God and ask God for the right perspective on how we will look at our situation. Ang prayer ko po is that you get to hear from God and ask from Him, Lord, what are you trying to teach? What are you trying to tell me? Let's pray before we start. Father, we thank you for today, for allowing us, God, to hear from you. And Lord, individually, I know that you are doing something in our lives. And Lord, I speak, O oh God, that we will not miss out on that. Individually, God, I, I pray that we will leave this quarantine season victoriously, that we will emerge victorious. Lord, salamat, God, because for whatever you are teaching us, for whatever you are doing in our character, in our spiritual walk, in our season right now, may we recognize it and may we respond to it in obedience. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. If you have your Bibles with you, right? we base our teachings on Bible, kindly grab it and in this series, we're looking at Psalm chapter 23. And so if you can grab your Bibles with you and read it with me, it says here in Psalm chapter 23, verse 1, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in path of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely 
goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In the next few weeks, we'll talk about Psalm 23, but for this week, we'll focus on verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And we're so familiar with this verse, and some of you here, you've been saying this verse, you've memorized these lines already. Talagang, alam mo yung uh, every verse, pag may pinagdadaanan ka, talagang kineclaim mo tong verse na to. But I realized, in our situation today, okay, um, this, this, this chapter can greatly minister to us. And in order for us to understand the context of this chapter, we need to go back. Sino ba nagsulat po ng Psalm na to? And we've known that, that David was the author of Psalm 23. And some of you here, you've known David to be what? David as the, the one who defeated Goliath? Or David as the shepherd? David as the handsome young man? Ay, meron ka bang katabi? Or may kilala ka bang pogi? Kawai-kawai sa mga mala David dyan? And David uh, used to be a shepherd, a harpist, a singer, and eventually he turned to be a king. And we've known David to be like that. But during this particular particular season, ano ba yung hugot ni David why he was able to to write the psalm? And we're going to look at that in order for us to appreciate kung ano yung pinadaanan ng David. Ano ba yung context ng Psalm 23? Some scholars would identify that we can attribute yung yung Psalm 23. And we can trace it back in 2 Samuel chapter 15 in verse 12. You see, si David po, uh, nagkaroon po siya ng anak by the name of Absalom. But at one point, his relationship with Absalom, they, they became distant. Okay? They had, um, they, they, they departed ways. And at one point, Absalom was furious to, to steal the kingdom from David. He wants to steal the throne from his father. And so, in 2 Samuel chapter 15 verse 12, if I can read this, sabi dito, there is what? There is a conspiracy growing strong and the people with Absalom kept increasing. Dumadami po yung uh, mga uh, lupon ni Absalom. And at one point, a messenger came to David. Sabi niya kay David, the hearts of the men of Israel have gone after Absalom. Could you imagine the people that you used to serve? Yung mga tao inalagaan mo, yung mga tao pinahalagahan mo, they turned their back against you. And then, at one point, here's the response of David. Sabi ni David, David said to all his servants who were with him at Jerusalem, Arise and let us flee. Tara na, okay? tumakas na tayo. Or else, there will be what? There will be no escape for us from Absalom. In the mind of David, he knew for certain kailangan nilang tumakas because they were outnumbered. They were fighting for their lives. And looking at the life of David, we've known David as the one who defeated Goliath but I realized David's giant did not end with Goliath. David's giant did not end with Goliath. And he was able to face struggles upon struggles, battles upon battles, giants upon giants. After ni Goliath, yung temptation against Bathsheba. And then here you are. He was faced with his own son trying to kill him. Some of you here, you've been like David. You've been facing giants upon giants. And right now, ECQ, you might be wondering, you're, in, you're facing your giant right now. But lo and behold, after this quarantine, there's another giant that will come your way. Could you imagine the hurt that David was going through? Yung hurt lang na malaman mo na yung anak mo mismo, the very son that you love, is conspiring to steal the throne from, your, from, from his father. Could you imagine the anger? Yung galit lang at yung anxieties niya na there's a group of people who used to, to serve him, who used to be with him, 
Then eventually, itong mga tao, tinalikuran siya. Okay? And then, his, yung anxiety lang na there are, there's group of people who wanted you dead. Okay? You're parang death is on your door. People are trying to to kill you. And not only that, I could I could imagine yung bitterness na meron si David. In his mind, parang I lost everything. I lost everything that's valuable to me. Lahat ng mahalaga sa akin, my kingdom, my son, my my people that I've been serving. And I could just imagine during that time, David felt so alone. He felt so helpless. And in that wilderness, in his mind, parang all by myself yung yung pinadadaanan na yung mga panahon na yun. That's for me. Imagine, just like David, sitting on that rock. Nakaupo ka, trying to look back in your life. Ang dami pinadaanan, giants. You've been suffering greatly from this ECQ. Your heart is broken. Then here you are. Here you are. After whatever you've been going through, you're able to to write Psalm 23. And friends, in our world today, this is very true. Sobrang totoo po ng, ng context ni David in our present time. Today, if not most people, we are engulfed with fear and anxieties. What will happen in our future? In your finances, you've been worrying, hinahabol ka na ng mga Judith, ni Judith. You wake up each day with different burdens, anxieties na kailangan mong kaharapin. And then, here you are. How many of you here you can identify with David? Na sa araw-araw, meron kang mga iniisip at may mab- meron mga umabagabag sa utak mo. What will I do? What will happen in the future? And when you look at your circumstance, parang there's no answer. There's, parang there's no solution for it. And I hope and I pray that as we look at how David responded in that times of crisis, we can learn from David. And as we learn from David, ano nga ba yung mag- mga naging perspective niya? What are the perspectives of David when he was facing those trying times? No hinahabol-habol siya. When people were trying to kill him, where people were trying to steal his kingdom from him, what were his perspectives? And I will leave you with three things. And yung tatlong bagay po na to, I hope we can learn from David and afterwards apply it in our own life. Number one, David, obviously, he knows who God is. David knows who God is. Interestingly, in Psalm chapter 23, verse 1, doon, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Let me digest this a bit. Yung word po, the, the usage of this word, Lord, in all caps, it was translated in, in capital letters because at this point, yung Lord po pertains to God's personal name, which is Yahweh. Meaning, God, when David was writing this, he was trying to attribute, God, you are Yahweh. You are mighty. You are the creator. You are so powerful. You are in charge. You are the one who is in control. David knows who God is, that he is in charge, that he is in control. The Lord, Yahweh. And not only that, Yahweh also means personal. It is the personal name of God. And I like this because um, David reminded himself that this, uh, when 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 David used this uh, this 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 name, Lord, yung yung Lord po na to, it is the same word used by Moses when he was when God revealed Himself to Moses that I am who I am in the burning bush. Remember that story. When God revealed Himself to Moses, He was telling Moses that I am a personal God. I wanna reveal myself to you. This I am who I am. 
And I like this because it's an eye-opener for me. And I realize the God that we are serving, He is very personal to us. Isn't that, isn't that comforting? That the God that we are serving, He wants to reveal Himself to you. He wants to make Himself known to you. I am who I am. I am your God in this situation. I am your God in this crisis. How much do you know God? How much do you know God in this time of crisis? Some of you here, God wants to reveal Himself to you in this season. Let's ask God, Lord, who are you in this situation? Who are you in this crisis? And not only that, the usage of the word Yahweh, it is the covenant name, the covenant name of God. Meaning, when God reveals Himself as Yahweh, it's Him telling, telling to His people, I am Yahweh. I, I make some promises to you, and I will keep my promises. Isn't that comforting that every time God makes His promise, He reminds us that His covenant name, Yahweh, is an assurance that He keeps His promise. He fulfills His promise. And I wrote here that no matter what your circumstance is, obviously, God will remain to be a promise keeper. COVID-19, whatever circumstance you are in right now or in the future, let's remind ourselves, do we know that God is a promise keeper that no matter what situation you are in right now no matter what your circumstance is God is a promise keeper David knows who God is next one David knows God personally in in Psalm chapter 23 verse 1 don, the Lord is my shepherd some of us we know God eh? we know God um, God is like this. Kalamos, alam mo yung description ni God. You've been reading the Bible. You've been memorizing the verse, verses in the Bible. God is in your mind, but it never reached your heart. I was once like that, growing up as a very religious person. And dami ko alam tungkol kay God. I grew up. I grew up as a very religious person. I just knew Him in my mind, but it never reached my heart. It never came to a point that I can call God, Lord. You are my God very personal. Nakakayok siyang kausapin. Until I surrendered my life to Him and made that decision that, Lord, I want to give my life to You. Some of us, we've known God based on other people's stories or other people's testimonies. As you are watching this, I, I firmly believe that God wants to reveal Himself to you. He wants to make Himself known to you. And He wants to be very personal with you. Would you like to know Him in your life? Would you like to seek Him? Would you like to... Uh, have that personal relationship with God. Alam mo, it's a first-hand encounter with God. Hindi siya borrowed. Hindi siya galing lang sa iba. Kayo mismo na experience ito. And let me tell you this. I firmly believe that in times of crisis, God wants to reveal Himself personally to you. Yung mga panahon pong alam mo lang na, Lord, ikaw na rin kakapitan ko. Yung alam mo lang na walang-wala ka na. Yung alam mo lang na, Lord, wala na akong ibang pwede pang puntahan Hinga ng tulong. Lord, sige nga, reveal yourself to me. If you're watching this, if you haven't made that personal relationship, made that decision to have a personal relationship with God, I personally believe He's revealing Himself to you right now. Would you test God in this situation? Would you like to ask God, Lord, reveal yourself to me? In this verse, when David used the word my, it is in its, in its possessive form. Possessive for meaning, God is not only a shepherd, He is my shepherd. Grabe yung usage ng language na for David, Lord, you are very personal to me. You are my shepherd. You are not just His shepherd, you are my shepherd. 
How many of us can regard God that way? Lord, I want to talk to you para usap tayo, personal level. For David, he speaks so much of his closeness. Close to God. Close and a personal relationship with God. And for David, he was able to um, define God as what? In that verse, the Lord is my, my shepherd. And if you're wondering, bakit kaya ginagamit ni David yung analogy ng shepherd? Eh? And so, I wrote here, ano ba yung description? How do we define the, the job of a shepherd? If you do your research, if you if you Google, salamat sa Google, the shepherd's job always leads to what? The shepherd's job is to keep the sheep fed, to keep them safe, and to keep them from wandering off. Ito po yung trabaho ng shepherd. Obviously, pakainan ng sheep, keep them safe to protect them, and to keep them from wandering off. And I like how uh, Isaiah uh, described the analogy of sheep and shepherd. In other words, if David regarded himself as the, as uh, as uh, God being the shepherd, obviously for David, he was so convinced that he is what? That he is the sheep. Okay? In Isaiah 53 verse 6, sabi doon, all of us, we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned one to his own way. The Bible clearly defines that we are like sheep. We've gone astray, left on our own. We are doing whatever we want. Yung pag, alam mo yun, nung wala pa sa Lord sa buhay mo, lahat ng gusto mong gawin, ginagawa mo. All the iniquities, all the sins, all the compromises. Kasi wala naman si God sa buhay mo eh. But when you turn to God, when you have a, that relationship with God, when God became so personal to you, Whatever God tells you, may, may, may tama na sa puso mo yun. I did some research, and here are some characteristics of the sheep. Let me read this. Habi dito, the sheep, obviously, they're very good at what? They're very good at wandering off. They wander off. Lagi naliligaw. Pero ba kayo kilalang ganun na, ano yun, favorite ng maligaw? Anong gawin na kahit may ways na, lagi na naliligaw? Yung mga sheep, kung saan-saan sila pumupunta. And that is why the shepherd should guide them. Yun po yung role ng shepherd for, for, for the sheep. And also, the sheep, they don't know what's good for them. Left on their own, they don't know how to feed themselves. They, know, they, know, they don't know where to get their food, uh, where to get their provision. Hindi alam kung paano sila mabubuhay. And it says here, they also lack the wisdom and strength. Pag may, pag may mga kalaban na, if there are enemies, they lack the wisdom on how to defend themselves. They, um, they don't have the strength to fight their enemies. And then last, and I like this, they are self-destructive. Left on their own, they, they end up hurting themselves, getting injuries upon injuries. And then, pag nakita mo yung sheep, sobrang kawawa. And I remember, at one point, Jesus quoted the sheep as what? Harassed and helpless without a shepherd. Harassed and helpless. And Realizing this, how many of you here, you will be gladly uh, willing na ma-identify mo yung sarili mo sa sheep? That you will be called what? That, you, that you're wandering off and, and this and that. But here's the truth. Just by this description, just like the sheep, obviously, left on our own, we wander off. How many of you here, when you were not yet in Christ, so naliligaw yung landas mo? You don't know where to go. You've been trying to lead your life. You've been pursuing a lot of things. You've been allowing others to guide you. Pero alam mo yun, kung saan-saan ka na pumupunta. 
Some of us, just like the sheep, we don't know what's good for us. We felt like, pag may pera ako, this is good for me. Pag may relationship ako, this is good for me. Kapag may business na ako, pag yumaman na ako, pag ginawa ko to and this and that, pag nagawa ko to, pag experience ko to, we felt like, because this is trending, everyone's doing it, we felt like it's good for us. Just like the sheep. Some of us, we also lack the wisdom and the strength. Wisdom to fight our enemies. We feel so defenseless. Kapag may temptation na, pag meron ng temptation to to do bad stuff, to compromise, we don't have the strength to fight the, de- the, the devil, the enemy. And I like this. We become so self-destructive. Left on our own. We are used to doing whatever we like, whatever we want. Ano nangyayari? We end up hurting ourselves. Yung paulit-ulit mong sinusunod ang gusto mo. At paulit-ulit ka rin nasasaktan. Paulit-ulit ka rin gumagising at na-realize mo na sakit-sakit na. Because you wake up every day, you've been hurting yourself. Sino may kasalanan? Ikaw din. I was once like that. I've been living my life trying to to lead myself, my plans. I am the shepherd of my life. And until I encountered God being my shepherd, that's the moment when I surrendered myself and said to God, Lord, lead my life. Let your will be done in my life. Side note, I like this study from Keith Kendrick. Sabi niya dito, a 2001 study by Keith Kendrick who is now at the University of Electronic Science and Technology in China found that they can recognize and remember at least 50 individual faces for more than two years. That is longer than any humans. One interesting characteristic of a sheep is this. The sheep, they're able to recognize the face and I believe even the voice of their shepherd. And this study reminded me of John chapter 10 verse 27. It says here, the sheep that are my own hear my voice and listen to me. I know them and they follow me. And in the same manner, I believe God has given us the ability, just like the sheep knows the voice of the shepherd, God gave us the ability to recognize the voice of God, to recognize His voice. But the good question right now is this, is the Lord really my shepherd? Am I able to recognize the voice of God because first and foremost, is He my shepherd? Is the Lord really my shepherd? Because the Bible says, if the Lord is our shepherd, ano po tayo? We are His sheep. Comment mo mga kilala mo, okay? Or look at your neighbor, or ano ba, a virtual high five mo yung mga kilala mo. Are they like sheep before God? Because if not, you might be different kind of animal. Some of us, I wrote here, some of us, our jobs became our shepherd. And no wonder, dahil yung job yung shepherd mo, you're so restless, you feel so unfulfilled, you're so frustrated. Some of us, growing up, different vices or addiction became your shepherd. And so here you are, you know, nag-guide sa buhay mo, you're so wasted, walang patutunguhan ng buhay mo. 
Is God really my shepherd? Some of us, ang naging shepherd ng buhay mo is the people, your family, your church, your friends. And so, every time that they disappoint you, you end up being so angry with the world dahil sila yung shepherd ng buhay mo eh. And most of us, our possessions became our shepherd. To, to, to a point where in pag nawalaan ka na ng magandong bagay, pag wala ka ng provision, pag wala ka ng finances, you felt so needy, you felt so powerless simply because the Lord is not your shepherd. And I wrote here, obviously, what God wants is this. God wants us to be what? Dependent on Him and only Him. God wants us to be dependent on Him and only Him. That in whatever we are pursuing in life right now, ultimately, our satisfaction comes from Him. I am trying to imagine how does a sheep behave every time it is with the shepherd. I have this, this picture and I was trying to picture it in my mind. Every time the sheep is with the shepherd, it snuggles itself in his arms. Hindi siya galit, hindi siya takot. I'm trying to imagine parang dahil hawak-hawak siya ng shepherd niya, the same shepherd who took care of him when he was little, hanggang pagtanda, the same shepherd who fed him, the same shepherd who took care of him, the same shepherd who provided for him. He doesn't blame the shepherd for whatever he's doing. And there were times na kailangang i-break ng shepherd yung legs ng sheep. But he doesn't blame the shepherd. He doesn't even know why the shepherd breaks the leg of the sheep. But one thing is for sure, he loves the shepherd and he trusts the shepherd. The shepherd never questions the love of the shepherd. Or the sheep rather, never questions the love of the shepherd. Because from the very start, it has experienced the love, the concern, and the care coming from, from the shepherd. How about us? When we are in the presence of of our shepherd how does how how do we feel do you feel safe in his presence do you trust his leading and i realize that if anyone or anything else besides the lord shepherds us we will not be satisfied we will never be satisfied that's why for david the lord is my shepherd i shall not want and then last point obviously not only that david knows who god is not only that David knows God personally, David obviously knows God provides. He knows that God will provide. I like this translation in NIV. Abedon, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. In NLT, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. In, in Tagalog, ang Panginoon ang aking pastol. Hindi ako magkukulang ng anuman. In Korean, the Korean translation. Uh, Verse 2, Sabadon, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. The shepherd obviously feeds the sheep and he leads them to a place of provision. I like this quote from Gerald Wilson. Sabinya, those who trust in Yahweh, a sheep do in a shepherd, will never lack for any, for whatever they need. That is why, again, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. In our own context, we shall not want that does not necessarily mean that we will not get that we will get anything we want. Alam we shall not want does not mean that lahat ng kailangan mo is right before you now. Di mo na kailangan magwork that you will uh, whatever desire that you have, but rather we trust that God will provide all that we need. 
to live securely. How about us? How are we trusting God in terms of our finances this season? How are we in terms of our worries, our concerns? For many of us, we are in a period of tremendous concern. And sometimes we slip into concern, down to anxiety, and then we are possessed with thoughts about how uncertain our financial future is. Some of us here, we have kids and we do not know how we're going to make ends meet. Some of us have rent problems. In verse 2, the Lord says, He makes me lie down in green pastures. It means, green pastures does not necessarily mean that you have everything that you need for the rest of your life. We're in need not to work, okay? but it gives us the assurance that what we need to worry about our future, God will give it. Few more quotes, Sabidito. Worry is dealing with tomorrow's problem on today's pasture. For some of us, it's not finances. For some of us, we are worried about our, our future, where we're heading in life, graduating on college, you're married, you still wonder where life will take you or what God really wants from you. And even as a Christian, as you are listening to this video, still you're not sure what's ahead. In Psalm 23, okay, I like how David wrote this because in the middle of all his hurt, anxiety, David at that point, he says that we should trust God as our shepherd. And I realize when we respond to God this way, it does not necessarily solve our financial problems, but we are given that confidence that Lord, you will provide. And in whatever you are doing, we can trust you. And in the same manner that God convinced David, I believe he is convincing us today as well that he is our shepherd, that it is, that it is he who is leading us, that it is he who is the one in charge, who is in control of all the details and circumstances that we are in. For David, his perspective goes like this. I am confident in this, that the God I know personally will provide for all that I need. Let me leave you with this. Trust the provider, not the provision. Ultimately, yes, we know who God is. We know Him personally. And we are convinced that He will provide. He can provide. But I hope and I pray that more than the provision, we trust the character of the provider. Trust the provider, not the provision. You know, our provider in John chapter 10, verse 11, Sabidon, He is what? He is the good shepherd. Our provider is good. He is the good shepherd. He lays down his life for the sheep. And verse 32 of Romans chapter 8, He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Say all things. Lahat po, whatever we need, in his mind, God knows what we, what we need. He's our good shepherd. He knows what he's doing. And if we know him and we know him personally, we can trust that he will provide. Allow me to pray for you. Lord, today, as we are reminded, God, of who you are in our lives, thank you for that assurance that you are a promise keeper that in whatever needs that we are praying for at this season and in the next few seasons of our lives Lord, we can be assured that you are a promise keeper that you are a good shepherd 
Lord, remove any form of worry, remove any form of anxiety, remove any form of doubt. Lord, I am so amazed on how some of us here, you will still use us to be generous because we are confident in who you are as our provider. You will use us to be a blessing to others. You will use us to, to be in faith for our provision because we trust the provider more than the provision. Lord, we surrender all our worries. We surrender all our anxieties. Lord, I pray that we will leave this quarantine season fully convinced that you are a good shepherd. Lord, for some of us, if you are watching this and you haven't made that decision to surrender your life to Jesus, I want to invite you. If this is your first time praying this and you felt like in your heart you want to make that decision, Jesus be the Lord of my life. I want to surrender my life to you. I want to trust your leading. Just pray this prayer after me. Could you bow your heads with me and repeat this prayer? Lord, here I am. Just like a sheep without a shepherd, I know I've been wandering. I've been sinning. I am sorry for all my sins. Lord, today, I make that decision to make you as my shepherd, to make you as my Lord and my, and my Savior. I surrender my life to you. Thank you for dying on that cross. Because of this, I now have a new life in you. Because of this, I am now forgiven. Lord, thank you for giving your life for me. Lord, I pray that even after this, you will help me to live a life of victory. Lord, salamat God for this newfound relationship with you. Surround me with people who will journey with me in this in my newfound faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. If you pray that prayer, we want to encourage you, do one-to-one -one with someone, grow in your walk with God, find someone who will journey with you in this walk. Thank you so much everyone for listening. My prayer is that you get to see God, our great shepherd, and our perspective will be transformed in this season. God bless everyone.